What is the kind of prayer that God answers? We can't pray that God makes our lives free of problems. This won't happen. And it is probably just as well. We can't ask God to make us and those we love immune to disease. God doesn't do that. We can't ask God to weave a magic spell around us so the bad things only happen to other people and never to us. People who pray for miracles usually don't get miracles any more than children who pray for bicycles, good grades, or a boyfriend or a girlfriend get them as a result of praying. But people who pray for courage, for strength to bear the unbearable, for the grace to remember what they have left instead of what they have lost, very often find their prayers answered. They discover that they have more strength, more courage than they ever knew themselves to have. Where did they get it? Perhaps their prayers help them tap hidden reserves of faith and courage which were not available to them before. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. I welcome you to 
a very different kind of Shabbat. Jonathan Goldstein and I will lead this service whose primary purpose is to literally send prayers of healing and wholeness and goodness and courage to the people of First Baptist Church in Sutherland Springs, Texas, where I think, as everybody knows, 26 people from the age of 18 months to 77 years old were killed in one morning during their worship on Sunday morning, including the Pastor Frank Pomeroy's daughter, who was 14. And ever since I heard about this happening, I was racking my brain trying to figure out what can we do? And there's so many things. We could send support, we could send material support, we, but I'm not sure that we can do anything much more powerful than this, which is to direct and focus our prayerful energies towards this community. So this service this evening is being recorded, just like all the Rothko services are recorded, but we are going to be sending a recording of this service to Pastor Frank Pomeroy who I understand will receive it. I spoke to the church today. And maybe he'll listen and maybe feel one more bit of support and one more little bit of light in darkness that I know must feel like it's consuming this community. So normally we celebrate Shabbat and it's really much more of a, it's all about celebration and light. And tonight, unlike almost any Shabbat service I've ever led, uh, I invite you to join us in channeling our prayers, not inward, not towards our own inner peace, but outward towards those who are suffering so greatly today. And this is, of course, not to exclude so many other people in recent days who have lost their lives to gun violence. But I think that being so close, just a few hours away, in a small town where there is literally 400 residents. 10% of this community was slaughtered. And I don't know how we live in the world and just take normal everyday steps without at least dedicating a Shabbat to these folks. 
So please sing loud. Please sing. Raise up your voices. Please send this energy to this community tonight. Turn to page one for Hine Matov. How good it is for us to be together. Do this.
Blessed are you, God, creator of the world, creator of light, who commands us to seek to shine light upon dark places. We continue with Lechadudi, page four. Lechadudi, Likrakalai, Alalai, 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 Neshabat, Nekamelai. Lechadudi, Likrakalai, Alalai, 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 Neshabat, Can you hear my voice? 
can you understand? Am I awake? Am I prepared? disagree. We respect the most important right of all, the right to live our lives. Abraham Isaac Cook wrote, for the building is constructed from various parts, and the truth of the light of the world will be built from various dimensions from various approaches. For these and those are the words of the living God. It is precisely the multiplicity of opinions which derive from variegated souls and backgrounds, which enriches wisdom and brings about its enlargement. In the end, all matters will be properly understood and it will be recognized that it was impossible for the structure of peace to be built without those trends which appear to be in conflict. We continue with Shema, page nine. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad 
page 12. to your children speak of them when you sit in your house when you walk by the way when you lie down and when you rise find them for a sign upon your hands that they may be between your eyes. Write them on the doorposts of your house and upon your gates and upon your gates. Teach them faithfully unto your children. Speak of them when you sit in your house. When you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise, and when you rise. I was struck by how quickly The messages on social media were about saying enough prayer. We don't need prayer, we need action. So when politicians or celebrities tweeted or posted on Facebook their condolences and I, I'm sending my prayers to you. There was a good number of people who took offense. Enough prayers. They want action. And it struck me, it grabbed me because there's no question that Every one of us want an end 
to what's happening. But prayer is something we can do. And it does matter. I believe it strengthens, strengthens our hearts. And I pray that we are at a crossroads. I keep praying that prayer. And this isn't about a solution from the left or from the right. Because there is a real existential pain that is running through our communities that is hard to imagine that it is deep. So we have to make change. But I believe that a change that we make most importantly starts in our own homes. In our own workplaces. I'm not sure that the change that can get rid of the pain can work unless it's a domino effect. Unless we make the change and then it moves forward to other people. So my encouragement to us is to pray that we can be better people in our own homes, in our own lives. And start that effect that moves forward and has an impact on ever larger circles. So tonight, in place of Micha Mocha, there's a special song that's called Standing on the Parted Shores of History, which can be found on the supplement. And I invite you to listen or sing with us, whatever you'd like. But pray the words. Standing on the parted shores of history, still believe what we were taught. Forever we stood at Sinai's foot, that wherever we go, it's eternal Egypt. There's a better place, a promised land, and the winding way to that promise passes through the wilderness, that there's no way to get here to there, step by joining hands and marching, marching together. Sing la 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 la
来来来来来。Hashki Venu, the prayer for nighttime, prayer for putting our children to bed. Prayer in which we parents promise our children the promise that we ultimately can't keep. We're going to fight and we're going to work hard and we're going to do everything we can to protect them. And it's a prayer we can't keep. We pray it anyway. That their sweet heads find rest and comfort on their pillow. And they awaken in the morning to a new day. Eight children were killed in Sutherland Springs. Ha la 
So mech noflim verofeh holim umatir asurim umekayem emunato lishenayafa micha mocha bal geburot umidom elach melech meimit umekayem umat miacheshua emanatal hachayot hakol. Baruch atah Adonai, Mechayei ha-hakol. Atah kadosh v'shimcha kadosh, V'kdoshim b'chol yom yalu ha-sela. Baruch atah Adonai, Ha-el ha-kadosh. Please be seated. Continue in silence.
At this time, we call to mind and to heart people in need of healing. I don't know how you move forward after a tragedy like what happened in Sutherland Springs. I know that you do. I know that people do. And I know it's about putting one step in, one foot in front of the other. And dwelling in darkness for a while. But those folks are very much on my mind. So we call them to mind tonight. As well as our own. I'd like to invite you, if you would like to mention names of people who are in need of healing, and people who support those people in their need for healing, please stand up where you are seated and I'll invite you to mention their names. You'll find a, a special Mishaberach on the supplement page. These words, El Narafanala, they're one of the first prayers prayed by anyone in the Torah. And they are the words that Moses says when his sister Miriam is stricken with leprosy and Moses just says these few words El Na Rifanala God please heal her
dear God of our ancestors. Help us renew our faith. Help us renew our faith. Grant us perfect healing. Grant us a perfect healing. Bring peace to all our days. Bring peace to all our Refresh our tired spirit. Rejuvenate our life. Rejuvenate our quick announcements for our community. Tomorrow morning we have our Temple Trails program. So if you happen to be a parent of a five-year-old or under, or a grandparent or a five-year-old or under, or if you want to borrow a five-year-old <laughs> or under, it's that much fun. You know, like the playgrounds that say you know, every adult must be accompanied by a child. Right, so 
Anyway, we have a great time. It's going to be up at the Independent Heights Community Center. I'm not exactly sure where that is, but I have an address. Um, next Friday evening, we'll be back at the Interfaith Ministries. And December 9th is, as you know, our uh, great upcoming program called From Baghdad to Brooklyn. For information about this, please check it out online and sign up. So I want to share two stories with you, two ancient stories from the Talmud. No, I don't believe that either of these stories actually happened. But I do believe that they are stories that the rabbis wove in an effort to try to make sense of things that are difficult to make sense of. The first story is the later story. Basically, it's a story of getting the wrong address. So it was ancient Jerusalem in the BCE period of time before the destruction of the first temple. And there were two men. One's man, one, one man was named Kamtsa and the other man was named Bar Kamtsa. So you can imagine how easily these two names were mistaken for each other. And there was a grand party, and there was a wealthy, wealthy man who was having this grand party. And he wanted to invite Kamsa. Kamsa was his friend. Kamsa was his buddy, his pal. But accidentally, Bar Kamsa was invited. Bar Kamsa received the invitation. And as much as he loved Kamsa, as much as the uh, wealthy man loved Kamsa, he hated Bar Kamsa. Well, the invitations went out, the party took place, and Bar Kamsa showed up at the party. But as soon as the host saw that Bar Kamsa had come to the door, he immediately told the guards, do not let him in. He is not welcome here. Barkamsa said, wait, wait, just give me a moment. Give me a moment. Let me speak to the host. And so he went up to the host. The host came up and he said, please, I have the invitation I don't know what our problem is, but I'd love to, I'd love to join the party. And those said, forget about it. You are never stepping foot in my home. And so Barcumsa sort of sulked away, and then he, then he came back, tried again, and this time, to his surprise, 
The host welcomed him in. Oh, okay. And he got into the foyer (coughs) of this grand home. And all the guests were standing there. And the host then stopped the music and quieted everybody. And then looked at Barkamsa and said, Why are you here? Who do you think you are? You're not welcome in my home. You're a laughingstock. And he just ripped to shreds this man. And Barkamsa was broken. Not only had he been turned away at the door, but now he'd been publicly humiliated and shamed. And the rabbis teach that it was at that moment that God decided that the temple would be destroyed. Because of what they called sinat chinam, causeless hatred. Now there's an earlier story about the same place And it has to do with, well, I'm not going to spoil the ending. So there were two brothers. One brother was married and had six children. The other brother was single, a confirmed bachelor. And the two of them had inherited the land from their parents, and they had equal shares of the land. And they were good friends, and they got along well, but they kept their land separate from each other. And during a particular challenging time for both of them, one brother, the brother who was, who was uh, it was right after the harvest, uh, the brother who was single, he thought to himself, I don't need all this harvest. I can't possibly sell it all, and I can't possibly eat it all. And so in the middle of the night, he set forth, filled filled his wagon, and set forth from his home to the spot just in the middle, just inside his brother's land. And he planned to take a bunch of his harvest and place it on his brother's land and leave, just leave it there so that his brother might think it was just overlooked when they did the harvest the next day. At the same time, the other brother, the brother who was married, who who had six children, he looked around and felt the blessings of his family, and he thought, I have so much. I'm so lucky. I am so blessed. And he too decided to fill up his wagon because his brother couldn't possibly harvest enough because he didn't have all these hands to help. And so on a completely full moon night, the two brothers filled their wagons and headed towards the meeting point of their land. 
and in the full brightness of the moon. They got close enough to each other they could see each other's faces. And they stepped out of their wagons and they walked towards each other and they both knew. They both knew that both of them had decided to do the same thing at the same time. And they embraced. They hugged. And it was at that moment that God said, that spot will be the place where my holy temple will be built. We need more embrace. We need to think more about others. We need to stop wondering what other people think about us and start focusing on what we believe that we could give to others. Not so much stuff, but how about the benefit of the doubt? How about room for failure? How about space for brokenness? How about acceptance of imperfection? I don't offer this because I believe it would have solved or avoided any of the terrible violence that we have seen in our, in our society. I'm not a Pollyanna. But I think it's where we have to start. We have way too much hatred and not enough love. May our prayers of love and of peace and of wholeness find their way to people who need them. to the people of Sutherland Springs, to the people of Las Vegas, to the people of New York City. So many places touched by horrific violence that is so unnecessary and so useless. The Alenu prayer is about responsibility. 
We say the words, Aleinu l'shabeach l'adon hakol. It is upon us to show our praise for God. But not because God wants us or needs us to bow down to God. No. The way we show our praise to God is in how we treat the other. Please rise. I believe it's page 24. Aleinu l'shabeach l'adon hako l'ategedula l'yotzeheb reishit shelo asanu g'gwe'a aratzot velo samanu k'mishpechot ha'adama shelo sam chelkinu kahem v'goralenu k'chol ha'monam v'anachnu k'orim Umishtachavim umatim Livne melech Malchei hamlachim Hakadosh Baruch V'nemar Ayadonai Lemelech al kol haaretz Bayom ha'u Bayom ha'u Hiye Adonai Ushemo, 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 At this time, if there are people whose names you would like to mention who have passed away at this time or in, at this time in years past, please stand where you are seated and I will invite you to mention their names. As a community, we stand with you. And before we offer Kaddish, we remember these names, the victims of Sutherland Springs. Robert Scott Marshall, age 56. Karen Sue Marshall, age 56. Keith Allen Braden, age 62. Tara E. McNutty, McNulty, age 33. Annabelle Renee Pomeroy, age 14. Peggy Lynn Warden, age 56. Dennis Neal Johnson, Sr., age 77. Sarah Johns Johnson, age 68. Lula Wolchinski White, Wojcinski White, age 71. Joanne Looking Bill Ward, age 30. Brooke Brianna Ward, age 5. Robert Michael Corrigan, age 51. Shanee Louise Corrigan, 
age 51. Therese Sagan Rodriguez, age 66. Ricardo Cardona Rodriguez, age 64. Haley Kruger, age 16. Emily Garcia, age 7. Emily Rose Hill, age 11. Gregory Lynn Hill, age 13. Megan Gale Hill, age 9. Mark Daniel Holcomb, age 36. Noah Holcomb, age 1. Carla Plain Holcomb, age 58. John Brian Holcomb, age 60. Crystal Marie Holcomb, who was pregnant, age 36. Yitkadal v'yitkadash shemei rabah. Be'alma divra chirutei v'yamlich malchutei. Bechayechon of Yomechon, Vchayed of Olbeit Yisrael, Bagala of Isman Kariv, Imru Amen. Yehei Shmei Rabam, Vorach Leolam Ulmei Almaya, Yit Parach, Vishtabach, Vipar, Vitramam, Vitnase, Vitadar, Vitale, Vitalal Shmed Kudsha, Brichu, Leilam in Kobirchata, Vishirata, Tushbechata, Venechemata, Damiran Amavim Ru Amen. Yehe Shlama Rabba Min Shemaya, Vechaim Aleinu Vealkol Yisrael Vim Ru Amen. Ose Shalom Bin Romav, Hu Yase Shalom, Aleinu Vealkol Yisrael Vim Ru Amen. May the one who makes peace in the high places make peace upon us, upon all Israel and all the world, and let us say, Amen. We conclude our service with the words, One Day, by Matis Yahu. Sometimes I lay under the moon, I thank God I'm breathing, then I pray don't take me soon, cause I'm here for a reason, sometimes in my tears I drown, but I never let it get me down, so when negativity surrounds, I know someday it'll all turn around, because all my life I've been waiting for. I've been praying for, for the people to say that we don't want to fight no more. There'll be no more wars, and our children will play. One day, one day, one day, one day, one day, one day. It's not about win or lose, because we all lose. Blood trench pavement, keep on moving though the waters stay raging. 
this maze you can lose your way your way it might drive you crazy but don't let it be no way no way sometimes my tears are drowned but i never let it get me down so when negativity surrounds i know someday it'll all turn around because all my life i've been waiting for i've been praying for for the people to say that we don't want to fight no more there'll be no more wars and our children will play one day one day Bless us all and keep us. May God's face shine upon us and be gracious to us. May God lift God's face to us to all whom we know and love, to friends and strangers alike, and grant us the greatest gifts of all, peace and a world of peace. We conclude our service outside the door with Kiddush and Motzi.